I kind of feel like if you're a Clippers fan, like you got to realize when you want to get off the ride. Like, do you really want to deal with the heartbreak of getting pieced up by Giannis in the finals? Y'all got to get it together. I'm getting better and better. Because once I get started, it ain't no stopping, stacking this broccoli cheddar. I'm well, hey, I'm glad, you know, the, the that game was terrible. So I was able to just like turn it off and watch you do your thing on the uh, on the NBA. Uh, the, what, the, what's the title of it? NBA Live on Twitter. Uh, NBA Twitter Live. Shout out to the folks at uh, TNT and Turner Zach. I'm coming to you live from the TNT Atlanta studios. Got to meet the legend Charles Barkley, Shaq, a bunch of guys earlier today. None of them knew my name. Tried to give Steve Smith a handshake. He gave me a dap instead. I thought he was insulting me until I found out that he gives everybody dap. So I felt a part of the crew. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, and was hoping for a good game. But, you know, I do pander for Bucks love, obviously. So mm. shout out. Shout out to the Bucks for tying up the series. But what the fuck was going on with those Hawks? Bro, it, the thing that's tough with the playoffs is teams will just shut it down as soon as it starts to get away. And like, I guess it's, unless you're playing the Clippers, you, you don't pull your starters then because you know you can come back on them. But like, Everyone else, you're playing them. You get down 20, 30. It's like, fuck it. Shut it down. Yeah, Trey, Trey after a 48-11 point performance, we, we had the we had the Luka Hive just in a chokehold yeah. mercy grip. They were tapping out. The Luka Hive has returned to slander. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, look, Trey, Trey's had a phenomenal playoffs postseason. I want to say this is probably his worst game of the postseason, but hopefully yeah. he'll learn from this moment, come back. They're going to Atlanta now, Zach. I have yet to get Magic City wings, but I've heard they're phenomenal. I think the team will, will rally behind them. The Lemon Pepper Lou. <laughs> hey, you're out there right now. Just a quick, just a quick stop, pick up to go. Zach, I'm, I'm married. I will not. My boo. My boo. To go. She'll smell. Go. She'll smell the lemon pepper barbecue on my breath. She'll know something was afoot. So, out of respect for her, I will have it Ubered or postmated. Okay. To the hotel. Uh, you got to send me a picture of the wings if they do come. I'm, uh, I'm, I may pay the guy to put it in a different box just in case I'm FaceTiming with her and she sees any remnants. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, all right, let's get this underway. This is Out of Pocket Live. The Bucks beat the Hawks in one of the least entertaining games of the playoffs. The L.A. Clippers are making history in a very L.A. Clippers type of way. Uh, and Kevin Durant, boy, oh, boy, is he Woo. dunking on everybody. Shout out to Magic. Uh, make sure you bring your best and funniest comments to the chat because we are sending our top com- top commenters some buckets merch. Uh, we also have the out-of-pocket voicemail line open for your slander. So, uh, where to begin, Joe? That game, not great. Zach, before we get into deep, too deep into the game, we saw yeah. Magic lifting the weights on the boat. I think what people didn't realize was, was that Luca was filming. Oh my god! <laughs> They're gonna be so mad. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, what, I mean, what do, do we want to talk about that Bucks game because that shit was embarrassing, bro. If you weren't doing your thing with the good people on TNT, I was gonna text you and be like, "Hey, can we start this now?" Because halftime, yeah, I'm thirty. That shit, that was a wrap. So I don't have a ton to say on it. I want to see Trey bounce back. I felt for him tonight. Fifth or forty-eight and eleven is still. You know, unreal but a tough tough follow-up yeah that was a you know that was a tough one and again you got to be in milwaukee for for a stretch and if you're not acclimated milwaukee zach i can i can really go anywhere and turn up Mm. but if you're not prepared for milwaukee life it's a little bit slower paced it's definitely not you know you're not getting magic city wings you're not you're not living the life that atlanta (laughs) for yeah so you might you might get a little lazy you might be hanging out the hotel chilling out the kempton i don't know what, what the new spot is i'm a big fan of the west end out there but Okay. They just not. They did not bring it. Uh, and mm-hmm. 
and you got to give love to, to Giannis and that crew and what they were able to do. They were not going to get embarrassed and go down 0-2. They showed some pride. They came out, fought hard, and got that W. They, uh, I mean, whatever the adjustments they decided to make to, to, to shut Trey down was super impressive. He looked super frustrated, and uh, Russell Wilson was at the game looking like a new mattress. Oh, my God. Damn. I don't, even, I don't even really know what that means, but no, I have to I laugh don't. because it's honestly, I, I knew I know it was very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> As I was reading, it's like, can I say whatever this means? Um, all right, we can keep it moving, go to the next section because the Clippers just uh, are making history. The Clippers are now down one, two. Are we suspending Joe Chell again? Because they keep coming back. First team to ever win game three after trailing 0-2 three times. The crowd is chanting MVP for Paul George. Give me a second while I roll my eyes. Should Lakers fans support Clippers? Joe, where do you begin here? Um, that's probably not a part of history that I would want to be. I would I would never be like, oh, we got smacked in the first two games and we come back and won the third one. It's not like, you know, that's not like a cool a cool stat to be a part of. Obviously, yeah, no. they, they won those previous series. But, uh, no, I think Chuck Chella, it's funny. You know, CP3 comes back. Everybody's expecting the, the Suns to get that kind of push to really, you know, potentially, you know, sweep like they did the Nuggets in the previous round. But mm. it's a tough game. You've got Campaign, who was really enjoying and loving that moment, relishing it, getting buckets at will. And now you've got to defer again to CP3, who, according to the, the media, is responsible for everything that the, the Suns do well. He literally yeah. taught, taught DeAndre Aiden how to breathe, taught Devin Booker. How to walk. I mean, it's unreal. How to pull Kendall Jenner, you know, gave him the uh-huh. to do all that. But, again, the Clippers are a team. They, they got a bunch of good guys. You know, Reggie Jackson's playing at an amazingly high level right now. Mm. PG, despite all the pandemic slander, whatever, he, he he's bringing it. You know, when he hit that, yes. that half quarter right before the buzzer, it was like, all right, this thing is pretty much a rapper But I'm still not suspending it. Because you know what? Every once in a while, they'll get these. And, like, I don't know. I just – even if they make the finals, like, I kind of feel like if you're a Clippers fan, like, you've got to realize when you want to get off the ride. Like, do you you really want to deal with the heartbreak of getting pieced up by Giannis in the finals? Do you want that? Because it's not fun losing a a championship. It ain't fun as a fan. So, you know, do you figure out where you want to get off the ride? Because I think you let the Suns go deal with that, and they got a real shot. I don't – I just don't know how – I don't know how the Clippers are going to stop Giannis if they get there or try, to be honest. Well, Zach, we're still, we're still doing the Chocella pre-sale, and tickets are still selling, so we're still <laughs> moving units. We still – 100%. You know, it looks – the weather looks good. You know, there's not reason to just kind of throw in the towel and everything. But mm. I, I would think – I would laugh to see the Clippers win a championship as a former Clippers fan that obviously swore his allegiance to LeBron James. Yeah. Just to see if the Lakers – the Lakers still have to do their championship parade, which I think <laughs> people are forgetting about. Yeah. So the Clippers did it. They did it same day. And literally the Lakers like <laughs> previous championship parade was yes. bigger than the, the Clippers current championship parade. It wouldn't even be close. It would be one of the most comical things close. ever. Oh, it would be just such a self-owned by the Clippers at that point. Uh, we can keep it moving, though. Um, also, I do want to shout out really quickly Mo for that meme he made of Devin Booker with the mask on. Because everyone was like, Devin Booker's going to look like Kobe and he went with the clear mask, which I think we just let Rip have that because, like, Rip's the only guy that pulled that off. Bro, just wear the black mask, man. You look like a superhero I, with the black, black I thought mask. The, the NBA banned black masks, Zach, which, which oh, they did. This might lead to other conversations that we need to have, but mm. Mm. we won't mm. do it yet. 
No, um, NBA TV is right down the hall, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Zach, the folks are taping. Okay, I had to move. I could not speak the way I wanted to. <laughs> they can hear me. I was going to say Silver is going to repel in from the ceiling. Just uh, All right, we can keep moving, though. Rick Carlisle. Did he sub Luca? Did he sub Luca? Uh, Luca. Rick Carlisle took over as head coach of the Indiana Pacers, and at his press conference, seemed to send some subs to the Mavs, Luca, and possibly Jason Kidd. I, I read it as genuine compliments the first time. Maybe that's because I'm dumb and those things go over my head. And then upon rereading it after someone was like, "No idiot," he's definitely kind of shitting on them. It was like, oh, I didn't. Uh, yeah, so. so. Rick Carlisle was was my coach at Pete Newell's big man camp, and I got a ton of respect for Rick. The problem with Rick, though, I'll just tell this quick story. He tried to, like, make me change my jumper as, like, a 20-year-old because he used to do this thing. He would shoot with his finger on the seams, which no no human being in their right mind does that. He was trying to, like, work with me on doing that. I'm just like, Rick, it's not going to happen, bro. Like, I'm not <laughs> even, like, even if you taught me this and I got exceptional at it, I'm not good enough to, to utilize it in the game, so why waste my time? Yeah. But, but working with him, I spent a week with the guy. He has kind of that, that asshole-ish nature to him. You know I mean? Great dude, but you can mm. tell if he's fired up or he's pissed off, he can definitely get, give you a listen here, buddy, and one of those, one of those <laughs> good things. So when I, when I first read it, I definitely kind of was like you. I was like, oh, this feels like, you know, he's at least being respectful or whatever. And then as I dig deeper, it was like, damn, he's taking shots at Luca and Jason Kidd. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I guess I'm sort of surprised that that's where Carlisle landed. Like, I, I, is that the best gig, that Indiana job? Like, you wouldn't – Port. I, for some reason, I had Portland seemed like the best gig out there. Uh, the Boston gig probably pays the best, but it seems like the shittiest situation to have to deal with. Cause I think only saying to Sixers fans and Knicks fans are Boston fans, the most crazy, you know? Uh, I mean, obviously Rick Carlo has a relationship with the city he was a coach there. I think for him, it's probably just familiarity. You know, I know that, uh, at least one person on the show is not a fan of the nap and, uh, <laughs> you know, has gone to great lengths to proclaim that, but, yeah. uh, as a city, it's cheap. You know, it's a basketball mecca. It's obviously very Caucasian friendly. So, you know, going from Dallas to there, I don't think it was the worst move. I thought Boston might try to make a play for him. Obviously, play for the Celtics back in the day, and you know, yeah. Brad Stevens and that kind of whole thing. But for for my money, you know, I'm a I'm a big recreational marijuana smoker. So Portland, better is choice a, is a great hub for recreational marijuana smoking. No that's, doubt, that's your, what you choose to partake in. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't. Indianapolis is definitely not. It's, it's Swag City, so I would definitely not do that. But obviously, Rick Carlisle looks like a square, so he's probably not having the not same kind of thing. I'm looking for. Yeah, no shot. Especially with it being illegal in Texas, that means never had new weed. <laughs> and shout out to MK, Milwaukee Hoops because that's our next topic. Really quickly, reports are saying that Chauncey Billups is the front runner for the Portland Blazers job. Jody, you like the move? Yeah, I'm I'm rocking with Chauncey Billups. I think he definitely deserved a shot. He was you know, one of the most exceptional players when you know just understanding the game, understanding the nuance and everything that goes into it. I think he will work well. Really, it's just going to depend on what Blazers team is going to end up coaching because it seems like some, there's going to be some shakeups. You know, I don't know how Blazers fans are going to feel when Dame Lillard, yeah. Lillard's rocking the purple and gold. I was just going to say, it's going to be really interesting to see what Chauncey Billups does with Kyle Kuzma in the pick we sent yeah. them. So I'm yeah. very curious. <laughs> I'm definitely, you know, how they're going to be able to, because like, all right, we, we stopped LeBron, we stopped AD, we stopped Dame, but who's going to stop Steph? There's just a lot of questions you're going to have to ask <laughs> that are going to need to be answered. But that's another spot, just kind of what, what, what job he's going into. And I think for, for black coaches especially, you know, you look at somebody like Steve Nash, and I'm not trying to, like, race bait or start any race for it, but, you know, mm. Steve Nash kind of gets gift-wrapped or gold. You know, if, you, if you're coaching, what job do you want? I'm sure there was dudes coaching teams now that would have gladly left their squads to go coach the Nets, you know what I mean, with that team. 
and put in place, but you just want guys to be put in position to actually win. And another name that we're not really talking about that we should be is Becky Hammond. I think, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of past the, the courtesy, you know, token. It's kind of like the, the Rooney rule for the NBA. I was just going to say, felt a lot like the Rooney rule. They're like, oh, well, we're going to interview Becky and she's in the final round. And it was like. Yeah. But the same thing with the, the Pacers, because it seems like, you know, where points were made that, that Rick Carlisle, I think, is the president of the Coaches Association, and it doesn't seem like they put any meaningful effort into to, to picking anybody but him. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no interviews, and I think uh, Brian Shaw might have got a phone call, but not a formal interview. But, again, oh. it's kind of it's kind of you, – you, it's, it's a double-edged sword because you walk that line like, do I want a guy just to have a token interview? True. And that's the whole issue with the Rooney rules. Like, okay, it sounds great. Like, oh, interview a black, you know what I mean? Go ahead. Or interview a minority. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, you're Filipino. You count. Like, you know what I mean? Just that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. But it's not a meaningful deal. If they've already got their guy picked and they're just doing it as lip service and they're wasting, you know, a guy like Brian Shaw's time. But it's an interesting situation. I think Chanti's going to be put in a difficult position, but hopefully he'll be able to, to figure it out and get that squad to where they need to be. I think for John, I think Chauncey has such a wonderful chance to succeed, and it's great to see him there. Just because, as far as like, dude, what a talent that guy was, and what a like floor general that guy was with some of the teams that he ended up leading. I'm really excited to see what he can do with Dame. I, he's the one that I'm most excited for of all these new hires and new places that guys are landing. Um, I want to go on to the next thing, Joe. We do have Olympic basketball coming, which seems crazy because we're you know. By the way, like I do like this later NBA season because, like, right now I'd be stuck watching musty ass baseball, and I don't want that. And instead, I got great basketball going on, and then it's gonna go right into the Olympics. Like, I may like, and then football will be here, so I may not even have to watch baseball until the fall when it when baseball actually matters. So, I do want to ask you, how do you think this Olympic squad is gonna do? Hopefully, Zach, they play their heart out. They get super, super, super tired. Playing, playing their heart off for this great country that we all know and love. <laughs> they go hard like terrorists on January 6th. Harder than they've ever gone before. KD, go hard, KD. Play the whole game. And hope they're all burnt out and tired as shit for this next season so the LeBron and the Lakers can smack their cheeks. But, no, I think it's a tough situation, man. And it's really tough, too, for you think about LeBron's probably his last opportunity to be on a squad and he's kind of, you know, because of the situation, like, yo, I'm trying to win an NBA championship and not mm. prioritizing the Olympics, but it's a tough situation. I think what they had 71 days last year, whoever is a champion this year will have 77 or something like that. And now you're trying to mix in going to the Olympics with all that good stuff. The Olympics are exhausting. They're grueling. And I would, I'm going I'm to throw it out there. I know, obviously, you know, we've been upset in the past, but it feels like, you know, this team might be ripe for an upset even with the squad that they have. And this is no knock yeah. to the guys on the team, but it's just like, yo, you're coming off basically playing two seasons in a, in a season and a half worth of time, including the hardest season in NBA history, which the Lakers proved to be triumphant in winning the championship. So I don't know when you, when you look at that squad and, I, and, and Kevin loves getting a lot of slander, but he's a UCLA guy. And I think he's a great fit for the Olympic style of play. He's also honorary light skinned. I know there was comments made about him being white. That's not true. Caleb used to get fades in the hood. Anybody who knows him, Shout out to D'Anthony Langston and everybody else who rock with KD. KD's, I mean, excuse me, with K-Love. K-Love's credit was good in the hood, if you guys don't know. He was getting capers and lineups. He was doing all the things that you want to see out of a dude. So show him his respect. You know, he's not your average white dude. But I don't know. I'm just, you know, more or less kind of worried for that squad going in. But what do you think? Oh, I think you're right to worry. I think people are going to be furious, God forbid, if someone gets hurt, just because it's like, why are we doing this? I think it's a um, 
it's one of those things because it's such an honor and such a prestigious thing to do. I think it says a lot that a lot of people don't want to do it. I also was like with you where I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are people talking about that K-Love shouldn't be on the team? Like, dude, that guy can hit threes. We have no – Bam Adebayo is the only center on the roster. Like, I, yeah. you know, we need bigs. And, I, you know, I don't know who the other guys that were you were going to reach out to that necessarily could have gone. The other thing, Joe, I want to ask you, my favorite players, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, have all won NBA championships. They've all won finals MVPs. And they've all won gold medals. Do you know someone who doesn't have a finals MVP who also doesn't have a gold medal and chose not to go to this? Because what? Golf obligations? Steph, this could have been your fucking team, guy. And you bail. He's never been on the Olympic squad. And this could have been your team. I get it. You killed this year. Dragged a decent Warriors team. I'm not going to slander them because they were fine. And you're going to get Clay back next year. So things are exciting. But, like, bro, this could have been your team. You and KD reunite i don't know joe what do you have to say about that um zach you know normally i would participate in the slandering <laughs> oh but out of respect for future Lakers steph curry who's saving his <laughs> legs to help lead the lakers back to glory to their 18th championship Nah, i i understand exactly what you're saying but i think steph kind of obviously is going through that that difficult season obviously he, he had he had the wrist injury and all that stuff previously mm. Coming off of this year, just playing with a straight, you know, Dookie Cheeks Boo Boo squad, the Boo Boo <laughs> crew. Uh, I think he's he he's, he's smart not doing it. I mean, obviously Draymond's playing, and they got a, they got a crew of dudes, but I think he's gearing up. He knows he knows what's going on in the West, especially if the Lakers get Dame. He's trying to focus on the important things, and that's winning an NBA championship. So not quite as mad at him, especially yeah. when he's mad at all if he comes to the, the Lake Show. But oh, I do want to point out, Joe, three Bruins on the roster, which is pretty crazy. Like, that's awesome. So, shout out UCLA for that. Yeah, good job. I mean, look, Bruins make the world takes. Uh, as you know, Zach, UCLA's <laughs> dominating the Olympics. They're dominating in the NBA Twitter space. It's just we have a stranglehold over all things basketball, and that's just what it is. That's why I can't get mad at Kevin Love. He's a legend. Mm -hmm. He was in entourage. Show him respect. 100%. Uh, Kevin right. Love guy. <laughs> uh, KD leading the team. KD also – Leading the body count, oh, I mean, just killing people on Twitter the last year, which has been so awesome. And it definitely, as I've never really tweeted anything shitty about Kevin, very glad to have not now. It's awesome to see him catch these people. Kept For those that missed it, Kevin Durant has been striking on Twitter and not from the burner anymore. Last week, he got Jay Williams. Uh, over the last four days, he's addressed Toure, Scotty Pippen, and Jackie McMullen. Joe, who is someone you don't want beef with on Twitter? I mean, Kevin Wayne Durant, obviously. And look, Zach, <laughs> you know me. I'm, I'm a meme lord. I'm ready for any battles, anything going. I've got the hitters. But KD, it just strikes me as a guy, and I respect KD a lot because he's not going to play that bullshit. If you're bringing his name up, you're trying to trash his name, whatever's going on. Scottie Pippen, who got compared to Bubbles today in one of the greatest, you know, photo-by-photo -photo comparisons I've seen in a long time. But my favorite thing about the whole situation is that Kevin Durant, of all the people on Twitter, of all the people that were commenting, of all the situations going on, he responded to Mr. Teabags. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and shout out Mina Kimes, who brought that up. It's like she couldn't wait for it to hit the news cycle, and everybody would have to reference Mr. Teabags is the one that Kevin Durant <laughs> responded to. But, uh, you know, look. 
KD's a guy, don't fuck with him. I think he's proven a point. And what he, how he hit Jackie McMullen today, I think he was totally within reason. Like, we're not friends. I don't talk like that. Don't say my name. Like, whatever mm-hmm. you've heard. And that's a problem. The media needs to be more accountable in how they move and shake. Unless, you know, he's full of shit and he's lying. He d- did do that shit, which I don't think he did. No, and, you know, I, in my limited experience talking with KD, it's true he does not talk like that. He doesn't worry about legacy, whatever, whatever. He just wants to be successful. I remember, you know, I wished him uh, after the Lakers got knocked out. I told him congratulations. And he was basically like, man, fuck you, take it back. Like, don't, you know, but, but don't don't jinx us. Don't say it. Now, <laughs> now I knew what I was doing when I said yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> he, he, bro. Sean, you, our, our colleague, just kept saying this. Congrats, my G. Enjoy that about the response. I mean, like, I don't know, Jack, you like that. I think, one, the funniest version of this is KD is saying all these things, and he just knows that people really don't think he talks like that, so then he can just dunk on people left and right. I don't think that's actually the case. The conspiracy brain kicks in there. I wish there was a recording of him and Jay Williams at the party. He was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god it'd be great uh yeah i and then like i also who's just, the guy reed, reed reed got put in the torture chamber houston chronicle isn't he like a guy that kind of capped for the mcnairs with like all sorts of weird shit going on with that organization i could be wrong i don't want to necessarily get on that corner but he, he tried to white save your jackie mcbone like kevin she's a good she's a really good person like bro <laughs> i don't give a fuck like she don't talk shit about me I'll, yeah yes he's like kevin's like i'm sure she's a great person she didn't talk to me like that we don't talk like that yeah getting I mean, Kevin's for sure number one on the sports side. I'd hate to get, like, quote tweeted in a rude way by, like, Elon Musk, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to get other people to just be shitty to have to deal with their audit. Portnoy, probably. Obama would probably be bad. Imagine if Obama (laughs) came for you, Zach. Fuck. Yeah, I guess that's that's the other one. If, like, Obama or Oprah, like, two just wholesome, wonderful people came for you on Twitter, fuck. That is a tough look. So, yeah, I think – I think that's up. Yeah, this is a great graphic we had thrown together. Slim Reefer on Twitter. You know, I just don't know why at this point people are choosing one career wise. What Kevin's done is incredible and insane. And I just don't know why slander him, period. And then two, it's like you think you're you can just steal on him and nothing's going to happen. Like he's proven it's not you're not getting away with that shit anymore. So, no. Oh my god, I just don't get it. I don't get why Scotty chose to weigh in. Like <laughs> Scotty's a legend though. Let's just I know. Like, I know. Scotty, Scotty's old. He's and basically a lot of old men. They don't give a fuck anymore, Zach. Obviously, they're old. You know, he's been doing th- with things with his boo and you know, future and all types of stuff. He's been getting slandered. Scotty was just ready to give it back. He's mad at MJ. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> you know, he he was the butt of a lot of jokes in the last dance, even though he's literally the reason that the Bulls were able to have a dynasty. As much as MJ did everything, if Scotty's mm. not on that shitty ass contract, that seven year, seventeen minute, whatever it was, that Bulls team does not do what it does. So they need to be thankful that Scotty got low balled and took the low bag because he didn't know any better. And you know. And, and if you're fucking with KD, just be prepared to get slandered. Like, I can do it because Kevin knows, you know, he has to have some level of respect for me. He knows I can dip in the stash and really hit him with that mojo. But yeah, I, every, every human being cannot. I get it. Like, I get it. These guys can get that that off certainly better than some of the other people that were choosing the lineup, KD. But uh, we can keep it moving and go to tripping or dripping. This week, we're going to take a look at a few different things of who is and who isn't 
first up, Joe, I know you definitely saw this because everyone on Twitter was really shitting on this. Kodak Black, for his birthday celebration, his 24th birthday, the Kobe year, decided to get a helicopter uh, paying tribute to Kobe, which just, it's like, just I had to order a helicopter and then get it painted like that. There are a lot of people on the way to be like, hey, dude, bad fucking idea. No. In poor taste. And, uh, you know, I know people like Kodak is a fascinating person, but, bro, someone's got to step in there. What's crazy to me is Kodak's only 24 years old because it feels like he's been in jail for at least 24 years. Yeah. Like, this man has spent most of his life in prison. And I understand the sentiments with the purple and gold and everything like that. Probably not a good look, good idea. And I would definitely say, you know, especially rocking the, the, the KB24 jersey, not a good move. No, no, not a good move. I'm going to send this over to Greg because this is like one of my favorite memes ever that involves Kodak. I, I, I mean, dude, the guys, I don't know. I, I, hope just, so. I just don't know how there's no agent. No one at the company that painted the chopper was like, hey, wait, why do you want it to be this color? And then he says, and you're like, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Yeah. But, Kodak, I don't, Greg, I don't know if you got this one ready yet. It's part of my favorite meme ever. I dropped it in the chat. It, you, you've seen the one where it's like my food inside the microwave yeah. and it's Kodak st standing. Bro, I fucking love I think about this meme like once a week. Kodak uh, was the king of memes for a minute. Like he was getting it before I really knew who he was. He was just featured in all kinds of stuff, but yeah. hilarious guy. Yeah. All right. Second one up Walmart is copying Kanye. We all knew kids who had fake Jordans, which was just brutal when someone will point it out. Um, how do these fake Walmart uh, Yeezys, these basically the Yeezy Crocs, how do these rate? Uh, are they tripping? Are they tripping? What What do you think? I think they're just as terrible as the Kanye versions. I don't know why <laughs> any human being would put those on their feet. No, bro, willingly and pay the egregious amount of money. And the fact that Walmart found it prudent just to copy it lets you know how terrible of a design and all that shit they are. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they are. I don't. I, it's crazy to me that they got it off like on Walmart. Um, have you ever had any knockoffs and what was the worst pair of shoes you've ever had, Joe? I, I didn't ever have any knockoffs, but I remember back in the day, Zach, this might even be before your, your time. There was a, before Target on a La Cienega, there was a <laughs> Fedco and yeah. Fedco had like these fake Charles Barkley's. They were like Voigt, V-O-I-T. I think they make basketball too, but they were the fake Charles Barkley's, but they kind of looked like Charles Barkley's, but they were like $18. And <laughs> It's just like, no, I'm not putting those shits on my feet. But I've never, I never, like, I was never a big shoe guy growing up. Now I wear Gucci flip-flops and obviously live a life of luxury. But <laughs> prior to that, I wasn't really a Jordan guy or any of that type of stuff just because, you know, I always felt like I was burdening my parents to buy these expensive shoes. But, yeah, I mean, definitely copying is, is a, you know, and copying wax shoes. Like, do better. Bro, I, I don't think I ever had any knockoffs. I had uh so like a family friend heard i wanted yeezys and bought like a pair of fake ones this is years ago because i do not want yeezys now but bought fake Easy. ones and i just was like i i like had to tell them i was like bro it's a tough look if someone like catches me just i was like you just keep them like it's all good i appreciate it but like i know they were like 18 bucks because they did not look very real um but i had and ones basketball shoes which were tough and not good, but weren't necessarily knockoffs. So, $18 Gnarls Barkley. So uh, here we are. The last thing. Lastly, uh, rapper Blueface will be doing a bare knuckle fight against uh, a TikToker on July 23rd. He said, I never boxed. I'm a gang member, so I just fight a lot. Uh, 
who is he? No shit. He's that's the t- he's fighting New Main. Do you know anything about the TikTok? He's fighting Joe. No, this kid's a real piece of shit. He steals literally everyone's content. Not one person at this fight will be rooting for him. This dude steals everyone's shit. Like he literally shot for shot steals kids' jokes. He has a couple million followers. He's genuinely there are a lot of shitty annoying people on tiktok he's top three worst well hopefully blue face doesn't turn into red face and he busts this dude's <laughs> ass but i'm just you know for free to tell me he's like i want to fight the guy now oh, and uh, and if you're one of those people that does that shit like you know oh god and this is the world like these kids like celebrate and pat themselves on the back they deserve to get that fade ran i'm rooting for blue face now i hope he's, he's literally on beat unlike his raps <laughs> Yeah, I there's just no shot that the kid he's fighting has a chance. Bro, I don't know why. I mean, I know why the TikTokers are doing it because there's a bag there, but I also don't know if you saw they didn't get the pay per view numbers that they thought the last time they fought, and all those TikTokers have not gotten paid yet. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, we also I want to hit this very quickly. Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. Uh, <laughs> we we've talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> Bow Wow called Soldier the Ben Simmons of the rap game. Very quickly, <laughs> Joe. Very quickly, who do you have for this one? That is probably the meanest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I feel like Bow Wow has a ton of hits, but Soldier Boy, you know, bar for bar, nobody can fuck with him. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna actually tune in. I'm gonna crack up. Hopefully, those dudes are both in the correct mental state. Yeah, but yeah, I feel Bow Wow, but Soldier Boy is gonna have some shit up his sleeve too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are going to wrap here in time for the commenter of the day. We'll be getting some fresh buckets gear. Uh, do we have the commenter ready? Oh, we're going to go with the <laughs> we're going with the Russell Wilson uh, mattress. Russell Wilson showed up. I don't still don't know what it means, but I like it. Like even as a Russell Wilson stand. Great. Fine. I get it. You know, a little bit, I guess. I don't know if you have any thoughts here, Joe. I, I do not, other than Sierra and Russell dipped out early. They were just as embarrassed. <laughs> Look, guys, we thought it was going to be a better game. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us. We know it's Friday night. Thankfully, there's no TJIAF to spoil or anything you're missing. <laughs> I'm on the East Coast right now. It's almost damn near midnight, but I'm out here getting it, working hard for the people. Zach, you're out here getting it in L.A. as well, on the recreation. I'm unfortunately in a state that does not no. quite see the vision just yet. <laughs> so I will be jonesing. I will come back. I will probably be in a really disgruntled mood on Sunday. I'm not mad at anybody, guys. Just oh. do not have my recreational. It's this is how it's gonna go. That's where you uh you have some special mints that you put into the Altoids case, but that's neither here nor there. A disco biscuit, as the young kids may say. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um that's it for us, I believe. Uh we are back this Sunday after Hawks Bucks game three. If you've missed any out-of-pocket, we are officially a podcast now. Go listen wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars only. You know the deal at this point. Follow Buckets on Twitter, TikTok, IG, and please call the voicemail. So choose. Leaving on a midnight train to hold you. <laughs> we are Spark here. Spark that Joe. We should start a weed company. That's another good idea. We talk about that another time. In pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up. Later, everybody. Everybody stay black.